You being able to acknowledge, man, that your feelings were hurt in a very direct way like that. You didn't mm-hmm. say I was pissed. You didn't say I was angry. You said something that not a lot of men say, bro, especially when they're talking about the way another man made them feel. Yeah. And it's okay, bro, for us to say that, yo, man, you hurt my feelings, dog. This is the tune and fork era, man. Now we off that shit. Yes. All that shit of, of the machismo and shit. Not not feeling like you want to tell your man you love him and shit like that. We off that shit. That shit is is young boy shit. And hopefully we can teach them and and have and let them know. My my son knows. Like it's it's okay to show your emotion. It's okay to be emotional. These we are human beings. B. I cry all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I almost cried a little while ago when you was getting choked up. But I know if I start. I ain't stopping. These kind of relationships that get disturbed when we don't take the time to know what it is to say, to know how to get close to the mic again, or to get something. Singing doesn't make it happen. Or maybe. Welcome to another episode of Tune the Fort. Chop session. Got two brothers, two uh, two family members of the other other channel or the platform. Got Brocky, whiskey and kicks, where's brunch podcast. <laughs> I mean, you got you got so many handles now, things, bro. Man. A couple things going on. <laughs> <laughs> and we got my man Joe. Joe is that dude. Just just the guy out. Just here, just man. the guy out here. Just the guy out here. Man. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining, man. Obviously, folks know y'all uh, have been on before and. Back. Yeah, back. We wanted to uh I guess just talk in general, man, have a have a broad conversation about a myriad of things. Um I would be remiss though if I didn't acknowledge yesterday marking the two year anniversary of Tone the Fork, 11 eleven twenty twenty. That's huge, bro. As a as a I was a that was a crazy day, man. I remember having a conversation with Terrell. First about all of these things and then calling life and then getting off the phone and going to look at uh, domain names and going on a GoDaddy <laughs> and sign all the shit. Man, I had so many ideas. I was so um, excited about the unknown and the possibilities. And so um, obviously some things have changed. Since oh man, for congratulations on that yeah, shit. Yeah, I was oh, say, let's not let's not rush through yeah, that. My yeah, bad, my bad, my bad. Congratulations on that shit. It's not a small feat staying consistent for for that long doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So especially something like this, which is passion, which those things change a lot. Your passions and stuff like that. And and the work you put into this from a technical standpoint, you know, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Um, yo, this this that's a huge feat. Two years doing this, and I'll get into a whole other part of that. And, 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 <laughs> and I'll and I'll come from the less technical side to the more cerebral side in terms of the the topic and the conversations and where Tuna Fork has started and where it is now and where yeah. it's going. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I applaud and I, I'm I'm all over the comments, man. I, I applaud. The um, thank you for that. I, I applaud the uncomfortable conversations that you have, the transparency with your discomfort, um, and 
above all, setting the, the plate for people to feel comfortable in whatever topic you're going to discuss. And I think, you know, as a person who's literally gone through training on how to do those things, mm -hmm. um, I can appreciate when I see it done, whether organically or not, that, uh, that it's working out. So hats off to you, man. You know, y'all obviously have come a long way. You know, the bumps and bruises along with it, obviously. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm really, I'm really proud of proud of what y'all doing here, man. Man, thank you, bro. That um, your comments, the likes, the feedback, all of that means so much, bro. Mm -hmm. And as a guy who as people who sometimes say shit like, oh, I don't need that. I don't care about what people think. I'm just going to go off and I'm just going to do me and, and keep my head down and blah, blah, blah and all that. <laughs> you know, I need it. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate when it's sincere and genuine and, um, and constructive too and thoughtful. I mean, because all criticism isn't equal. You know, right, if someone's listening and... Um, looking at aspects of it and then offering feedback, that means a lot different than somebody say, hey man, have you thought about uh, oh, making man. your making your conversations less long? And I'm like, the nigga, have, you thought, about, uh, have uh, you thought about, like, come on, man, I've thought about, I ain't gonna say I've thought about everything, but I've thought about a lot. So, I thought about that. Um, and, and on the camera, yeah. go ahead, you about to say something? Nah, especially, <laughs> especially coming from certain types of folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the ones who, that's the only thing you hear from them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have this whole thing about is quiet support, is silent support actually support? Hmm. All right. Uh, we're getting started. Huh? I would say no. It's like a tree falling in the forest and nobody there, right? No silent noise. support, actual support. It depends. Okay. I think it depends. I think it depends on now I will be <laughs> I will be I will play spades with my cards face up. Okay. Right. I like that. I like that. All right. <laughs> there are moments where this topic angers me. Mm -hmm. huh. There are moments around different times of year of the year where this topic really like creeps into my soul and Brocky and I will have, you know, sessions where I'm just venting. Yeah. Okay. Because there are times where silent support is okay and there are times when it's not. And I think it depends. If, you're, if I'm a person who's concerned with views and numbers, then your silent support works because I just need that view. I need that number. I need that analytic thing. Is that silent though? It's not silent. That's not, to me, that's not silent. That's speaking. But you, then, you speaking with, that's like a vote to me. Okay. So do we need to define what silence Probably. is? Probably. Yeah. Right? I, I guess we do at we this gotta point. We got to define what silence is. Silence is something that you are literally keeping to yourself in all aspects. Yep. But then, Actions and words. But then how do they support? Then that's not even supporting. That's what we're saying. They might watch, but they never, but you don't know anything about it. But Hold, so, hold on. But to me, to me, that's support. That's what I'm saying. To if me, they, to oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. To me, 
watching it is supporting. Even if you never know about it. Even if I never know about it. And that's why. So I, that's not silent. So, but that's so why I preface with. Defining if, it then. That's why I preface with if we're talking about if, if, if I'm a person who I only care about the analytics of it, then you watching it, whether it's for five minutes or ten minutes or the whole thing, then as long as I got a watch or a view, that works for me, right? If I need some, not need, but after a certain amount of time, we all, like you said, need some constructive criticism. We need to know that whatever we're doing is landing on someone then I need you to be vocal about your support. Yeah. Even if it's to no one else and just to me, and even if it's the have you thought about. It, that at least tells <laughs> me that you watched something to tell me that I think about. But if you add, but so, uh, I'm going to tweak it. Okay. I can tell if somebody has listened to, my po- to this podcast based on the question that they ask. I, so they'll ask me, have you thought about, they'll look and see that it's an hour and 58 minutes. they watch the clip. And they'll be like, hey, have you thought about making them shorter? Motherfucker, did you watch it? If you, <laughs> if you watched it, you would ask, that. to me that question would be different. Because even, I think, it, it's, a, it's a different, you're asking a different kind of question. Even when you're supporting, am I supporting you Let's say you're doing some public speaking and you have a public speaking engagement and you really rocking and rolling. I ain't been to near one of them joints. Mm-hmm. But you come back and be like, hey, man, I had this uh, doing one a week. And I'm like, hey, man, have you thought about, um, <laughs> like, have you thought about, and I'm like, I have no input. I have no, uh, I have no visibility into what you're doing, how you're doing it, and why you're doing it. So I'm not supporting in, in any in way. In any capacity whatsoever. In any capacity. None that are meaningful to the person. It's, it's one of those, I see what you're doing out there. Keep it up. Yeah. You yeah. know how many times I receive those? Uh, I get like, it all the time. It's, it's the, and it's frustration in there and there's gratitude in there too. Mm-hmm. Right? So when, and, and if it comes from a friend of mine and, you know, uh, you get the, I see what you're doing, man. I love it. You know, the, the episode was such and such was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, word! Like you, you watched the show yeah. because these last three years, I've had no idea that you even supported in the slightest. Right. But you actually, you actually do. Mm-hmm. So there's gratitude in that. You know, okay, that's dope. But it's like, damn, so I, you know, like you said, like those comments from people that you love, especially those mean something. Those yeah. that that um, acknowledgement from your tribe means something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It feels good and it helps you keep pushing. Yeah, it does. And and where and it's hard. We make shit, right? So our engagement to each other's thing might pause. I'm gonna give is yeah, that's a huge one. Oh no, no. It's different, right? So but we we respect each other's opinion about whatever it is that we have an opinion about <laughs> because we know each other enough to know that we've got a relationship to the whole thing from the rooter to the tutor, right? Yeah. Right. So I've been watching stuff that you've been doing, but I haven't always had time to stop and say, yo, man, that was dope. I like how you switching this thing. Mm-hmm. I see this thing over here. And this morning I saw something and I stopped. And I made a comment 
because it was like, okay, number one, you got time and then you're, you're doing something. But it's sometimes the places you get the you get the you get the feedback from won't necessarily be at the frequency just because people got so much shit going on. Of, of course. And, and from people I don't expect to hear from y'all every day. And I, I, you know how much content I post like. It's constant. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need to hear from y'all. I mean, y'all solidified in my life. I know y'all support what I'm doing. My friends, I know yeah. already. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a different breed of person that <laughs> comes out of nowhere with the, you ever thought about, you ever thought about having Uncle Nears on your show? <laughs> Me. I, I interviewed <laughs> Kenny Burns before Uncle Nears was out. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you might not have seen it. But it's a zillion other pieces of content I've done on Uncle Nearest. And you're hitting me with the, have you thought about having Uncle Nearest, drinking Uncle Nearest on your show? You know what? Maybe I'll think about doing that. That's what's up. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I, I'll, say, I'll say that I, res, I respond. I think for me, I had a friend years ago <clears throat> um, teach me how to support. Hmm. He... He taught me how to support in a way. So he had he had a shop, and at the time somebody was coming through with like a mixtape or something, and he was like, "Let me buy four of them." So he bought four mixtapes from some somebody. He played the mixtape in the shop, and then he gave the other three to like customers, right? And he was like. Um, when you support your friends, you have to actually commit to the support, mm -hmm. right? You don't just say, yo, my man got a mixtape. Like, you have to play your man's mixtape when you are moving around. You know, um, you got to wear your man's t-shirt or whatever it is. That's support, right? And so I've always taken that... Um, that lesson and applied it across the board, right? So, especially I'm, I'm especially like that with young people. I don't care. I'm a sucker for a young person who is starting something. Yeah, mm -hmm. you got Same. a t-shirt line. Give me four t-shirts, whatever mm -hmm. your price. I don't, and I'm aware. You know what I mean? I may not love them, but I think it's important for for us for people to to show. And, and be intentional about their support. So I'm saying all of that to say, a few times it happened on, um, in a couple of your comments that I posted on a couple of your episodes. Like I got so caught up in the episode <laughs> that I posted a comment, <laughs> but the episode wasn't done. And I was like, I don't want him to think I only watched like a little bit of it. I want him to know I watched the whole thing but I already I already commented, uh, and I need them to. I need I need my friend yeah, or the person who I am supporting to know that I've supported your content. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I didn't just half-ass it. I didn't come in here and watch ten minutes of it and be like, "Yo, what you did yesterday was dope." Nah, man. Okay. Like something happened at that two-hour mark, and I, and I'll I'll sum it up with this last point, and that is. I actually do understand when some people are like, I, I think we have to say it. I do understand when some people are like, hey, 
Have you thought about making that a little shorter? Because some people <laughs> don't have two yeah. hours. Yeah. I just so happen to work from the house and yeah. I can play yeah. it and listen to it through my work day. But if, if a person's life is set up differently, they don't have two hours. And that could be a barrier to their level of support, but at least watch 30 minutes of it. Yeah. In, in defense of these, in these folks too, that may be watching this, you're, everybody's not into whiskey and kicks. Everybody's no, not into the wear brunch concept or the tuna fork concept. So, you know, you have your, everybody has their poison or whatever, they, what they like to indulge in and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't expect everybody to sit there and watch me talking about, you know, whiskey notes and, yeah. and why my sneakers are so dope. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. that, there's that too. That, that, don't comment on it then. No comment. That's true too. Because <laughs> right? we can coexist without yeah. you having to talk to me about yeah. what you think I'm doing, yeah. or how you think it's dope, or whatever, or you see what I'm doing, or you know what I mean. It's a it's a real delicate thing because most of the time when the people are commenting, the people typically the people who are commenting are people who don't make things. And they're more consumers of stuff than um, makers of things. And I understand that there is a difference between the two. And there's something extremely vulnerable, man, about making something and then putting it out to be consumed and criticized and judged or even ignored, to be honest. Because regardless of what we say, it does matter and hit us a certain way when someone, the numbers do matter. And what ultimately determines your fortitude, or at least for me as it relates to that, is why I'm doing it. Which kind of, you know, dovetails into the overarching point of, you know, our discussion that I wanted to kind of at least touch on for a moment for however long we can, which is this notion of when you are making something and you're doing it with a group of people, and I'll just say as far as I can see men, when it's like black men together doing something, in the beginning things seem to be operating and firing on all cylinders, right? It, there's, there's a lot of efficiency, there's a lot of success, there's a lot of momentum. And something happens in that process where things start to go in a different direction. And I take Tune the Fork as an example of that. You know, being that yesterday was the two year anniversary I couldn't help but think about life not being here anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what happened in our story in this space that made him want to exit. And I went back to episode 25, mm -hmm. um, which was an episode that I remember us filming right after a pretty big argument that he and I had about just how we were doing things, when we were doing it, you know, workloads, blah, 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 all of that 
shit that mm-hmm. you got to do to make this stuff happen. And we were basically talking about each other's commitment and motivation, what parts of it we were focused on and those sorts of things. And I wondered if Jesus and Miro or Merrill or whatever, mm-hmm. or the Joe Budden podcast or Math Hoffa or I Am Athlete, if these, if these other groups who seem to struggle once they reach a certain status, if they're struggling because they didn't understand each other's motives in the beginning, if certain needs weren't being met, or, and I'm trying to apply it to tune the fort because I'm so intimate, but there's this huge blind spot that I just don't have any insight into. You know, um, with, with some of those shows that you talked about, um, there, there's, I, I've noticed, cause, you know, I watch a lot of, of these, these shows, um, and I've seen it where the breakup typically happens because of a, either a lack of understanding of what things were supposed to be in the beginning or people feeling like whatever we agreed to in the beginning isn't what it should be now. Mm. So those little, those little things. So, and then it, it, it all, they all surface when there's a certain level of success that the, the, the art reaches, right? Like everybody was cool and it was just, you know, we just getting this done and whatnot. But once a certain level of success came in those examples, then those problems seem to surface and become public because, well, um, you thought the business was this, but the business is actually that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, then you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, then you see splits and stuff like that. With y'all, um, I can't assume anything first I mean, from the outside looking in. I can't assume your level of expertise in this arena or life and whatnot. But um, I will, you guys are growing. You guys grew this and whatnot. You guys were already on TV and already in these professional arenas where you know the business and stuff like that. You had a, you know, it starts off as a passion and you're growing that and the show is growing. Now, the way y'all show grew though, it's like, man, the emotion and everything behind what, y'all, what you guys are doing. Um, I, I have to wonder if being in an environment like this on a regular basis, doing this type of show, the heaviness that could start weighing on a, a human being. Mm. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that, bro. I don't want to deviate from what we're talking about, but no, it's no, something but that's that a, that's a factor. This this is something that, and we can get to this in a second. Like something that I've been thinking about for the past few weeks in regard to you and what you're doing on this show right now. Mm-hmm. Please don't let me take away from the point. Let's keep on, but we can come back to that. But it's it's something that has to be asked. Like, how are you doing with all these topics and all this heaviness that comes to this sofa and this chair? I had to ask my friend, like, how are you doing? Because of how much you're absorbing from everybody. You understand what I'm saying? And I feel like I couldn't hold on to this. I know we're talking about something else, but the same way I'm asking you that, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. Like life, don't take this the wrong way, bro. But maybe I wonder if somebody needed to ask him. Maybe because it's a lot of heaviness, bro, and it can make you look inside mm-hmm. too, and and you can absorb a lot from the heaviness that you've been um, addressing and talking about on the show. So, you know, I have to apologize too because nah. the producer in me. It's like, I'm not going to call James and ask him how he's doing because I want to talk to this on the show. Nah, this is yeah. a tuna fork yeah. thing. That's so perfect. I, I didn't bring it up, but I haven't talked to you a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed since yep. you said we were doing this. Yeah. But yeah, it's something that I just, I wanted to ask you, like, how are you doing? And maybe that will bring some insight into what so we're talking about. Let me, let me piggyback off of that <laughs> to a conversation I had with my wife just last night as we were, um, as you know, we talked about a little earlier in preparation for today. I watched that episode and I was telling you we were about to head out to get something to eat and I was prolonging leaving the house because I I wanted to keep watching the show. And so as we were driving um, towards getting something to eat and she was like, what is it about the show? And and I said to her, um, I said, what I appreciate most about the show is I'm watching James a lot of times, in essence, for lack of better, lack of better terms, go through a therapy session with the individual sitting in these chairs. And the level of vulnerability and the level of uh, transparency that it takes to do that, to set the stage, which is why I said what I said earlier about what I appreciate the most. And as an individual who's literally gone through formal training on how to have uncomfortable conversations, one of those things that we focus on is you have to set the stage for people to be able to um, interact with you, mm. right? And in doing that, you're going to have to give some of yourself to them for them to feel comfortable. What you give to them has to come from the same space or level of vulnerability that they're getting, that they that you want to give from them, for them to feel comfortable, if it's a new person that you've never dealt with. Yeah. And what I, what I really appreciate a lot of times is when you, when you have those individuals, then, and you preface it by saying, I don't know this person, I saw them on Instagram, I invited them to the show, and so I'm learning all of this about them as we discuss. That's, that's a lot. And so I'm piggybacking off of what Brocky is saying in terms of asking you that question um, because I do understand that. And that's a, and it's, it goes back to the, um, to the strong friend premise, mm. right? Check on your strong friends, yeah, man. right? And so when yeah. you're in this situation and you are having such um, in-depth conversations with individuals that puts you in the strong friend category, yeah, right? Because a piece of you has to, like, a piece of you comes out on these on on these episodes, be every single time, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah.
This is the only thing I've ever done in my life, bro, where I feel like I'm uniquely built for. Mm -hmm. This is why I exist. And I didn't, bro, it's just overwhelming, bro, because um, when I started, dog, I just wanted to talk about shit that I didn't see anybody else talking about. Mm -hmm. I got tired of hearing people talk about, women talk about what they thought men talked about and all of this old mm -hmm. kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because when I first met Terrell, he would always say, you got something to say. You got something to say, you need to say it. You got something to say, you need to say it. You got something to share, you need to share it. And that's why he put me on a song and let me write on it. Cause he was like, you're saying these things in these regular one-on-one -on -one conversations that other people need to hear. And I was just like, no one would ever wanna hear the same story I told myself <laughs> when you and Trina called. Yeah. And it's in, in every conversation, every interaction, every edit that I do is, and it's so funny, man. My lady just told me this morning that this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. Mm. Literally this morning, bro. As a part of the conversation, mm -hmm. the whole joint. Mm -hmm. So to ask me how I'm doing in the tears, bro, really just, it come from a sense of affirmation and purpose. I feel purposeful. I feel like I am driven and aligned in a way that I have never been aligned in my life. I have recognized that my gift is to connect and to see, and through that, it helps me and puts me in a position to be seen. And the statement that you just made, bro, and the statement that you just made, and how you see, and, and, and how you guys see it, and what you feel when you see, that's my gift. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not my, that's how you guys show me that y'all love me, bro, and that y'all and that y'all see me. That's my payment. That's how I get paid. And, and and I get paid by looking across from someone else and seeing something in them that I did not see before. Cause I then take that and move it to another conversation. And and as I was telling the I feel like I'm exploiting sometimes because of how full I am when I leave these conversations. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm taking advantage because I can only see what I'm getting from it. I can't always see how their life shifts when they go off and do something else, right? So, and every now and then somebody will come back and say, like I had a conversation with someone the other day, they said, I haven't had a drink since your show. And I was like, wow. And they were like really seeing myself really seeing myself respond to the questions, seeing me dodge and duck and play these games made me really see that I need to start doing some things different. Now, that doesn't always happen when they come back, but, and that was fine, but 
I know that some of the things that I'm doing are versions of planting seeds that will grow in their own time and they will grow in ways that I'll never know. I just know that I am full. So as much as you see me having these deep conversations, man, that's what I feel like I'm designed for. Dope. So I, I can go, um, yeah. But thank you for at least, that doesn't mean I don't need motherfuckers to check on a nigga. No doubt. That's Absolutely. a totally separate thing. <laughs> Completely. Because when, you know, sitting down here having these conversations is one thing, but, you know, some old other stuff, hey, man, how you doing? But thank you for asking that, man. And I never thought about life and, had, life and I had enough conversation. I don't want to say enough. We had a lot of conversations behind the scenes about what we were doing and how we were challenging one another and how we were growing and, and in what ways we were growing and being better people. And because of those conversations, I thought we were at a place that would allow us to have a conversation should we choose to cross paths. So the way in which things, and I don't even know if it's ended. Right. There's been no conversation. Right. It's time though. So it's a, it could be a pause, like on the like on the on the on the boombox. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know what to call it other than just saying, I don't know. But I do feel like we had enough conversations on the back end that, that, that positioned us to do differently than what happened. Um, from your perspective. I yeah. was just about to say, perspective um, is a person's reality, right? And so how they view whatever transpired. And I think, you know, I was having a conversation with my daughter earlier this week. I think I told you guys mm -hmm. in the text. Um, I had a conversation with another homie of mine earlier this week. Um, and then another friend of mine, pretty much all week I've had these conversations. Mm. And it's interesting when you're on the outside looking in and you can, you know, sometimes that's the mediator in me right the yeah, yeah. mediation training kicks in which you know you're trained not to listen to what a person's saying but you're, you're trained to listen to the meaning behind what they're trying to articulate and if you ask if you repeat to them what they said to you a few times you'll notice slight variations of that statement changing to something that you already knew because you're you're able to just hover above it yeah and see i can sit at a table and see two people arguing and realize this has nothing to do with what they're talking about <laughs> yeah right? yeah this yeah. is specifically about that one thing and i'm gonna push one of them to actually say it that way it gets out on the table and then everything changes from that now moment forward it. and so from the mediator hat the conversation with my daughter and completely unaware of whatever happened with, with you and life. I need to make sure I say that. Um, I've always realized that in a two hour conversation, a single line, a single word or a single phrase 
can be the one thing that the other person interpreted completely different and could have struck a chord with them mm -hmm. that you have no idea you even said or even meant it that way. True. They perceived it one way and it could have been one of the most hurtful things to them. They could have never understood anything else that you said. Mm. You, from that moment forward, you sounded like the teacher from Charlie Brown. <laughs> they argued back and forth with you, but they didn't have the wherewithal to really say what you just said hurt me that deep to where, because it has to be that. Right? It has to be something articulated or said or perceived that makes another person just say, I got to stop right here. Like it, it, This communication or whatever we're doing has to stop right here and I've got to figure something out. And that usually happens based on that. What do you think can be... Um I agree. And I am an extremely critical person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm hard, but that don't sound hard. Let me ask you, before, <laughs> before you move past that, because I had this conversation with my mom a few times. Okay. People who say they are extremely critical, they own that on themselves. But they don't always own it on the pressure or how they or how they are to other people. I own that piece. Okay. I I own that piece. And a part of one of the things when I went back and looked at the video, I made a comment about I'm extremely hard on myself. And he was like, You are, dog. He said You that. are. I, I you are on that. Yeah. And That's the, that's the thing that keeps playing over in my head. And I know, and sometimes I, when I get frustrated because I can't find the right word, I'll just say what I'm feeling. And sometimes what I say isn't necessarily the most constructive, but it's, but it's what I'm feeling to communicate this sense of frustration. And one of the things that I said in there that was, that I felt from my perspective is a part of that critical nature, it's very important for me to be honest in those situations. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we, we even talked about honesty and mm -hmm. in, in the, mm -hmm. in the genius of uh, the, the, uh, the one, yeah. like that is, um, very important. So if I feel like you fucking around, it's important me to say, I feel like you fucking around. That's going to come off as critical, but that's what I perceive to be honest. I think, uh, and, and from what I got from uh, watching episode 25, again, with this new lens, mm -hmm. um, is that he was trying to say that, okay, you might have something there, but there's beauty in the struggle too, in the process, right? So the expectation of perfection in the uh, right now to have a, a completely perfect 
uh, output or end product, maybe I can't say what he thought, but maybe he thought that I was unrealistic or that you're dismissing the the, the struggle, the, the ups and downs of journey, the, journey, the mistakes we're making, there's beauty in that part too. I got that from y'all. I got that from y'all from that episode. And that's why I, when you were, I was like, yeah, I remember this episode. You're like, you know, you was tapped in. Yeah, I remember this because the whole beauty in the process thing is what is one of the things I took from that episode. The, the you know, I go back and look at my old stuff and I'm like, yeah, it's embarrassing. You know, it's crazy, but I knew, I remember where I was at that point, yo. You know what I'm saying? So I don't just look at today's product and say, look at where I am now. I think about what it took to get from point A to point B, and that was a beautiful thing. I think that's kind of the point he was he was making. And you guys was, you guys was tussling on that episode. Like, you, <laughs> y'all was tussling on the episode. I told Tiff it was an intellectual argument. It was, bro. It was. It was <laughs> like, James argument. is like, you know, boom, boom, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And the motherfucking such and such, you know, <laughs> making these points, right? James way, right? Making yeah, yeah. point. And then life was like, I'm going to circle right back to what I said in the beginning. Yeah. Is that there's, in paraphrasing, there's beauty in the progress, in the process and whatnot. So it's, it's wild seeing that episode now after you telling, telling us that, you know, you guys kind of got into it before that and whatnot. Um, maybe he, sh- maybe he could have shut off then. It, you know, I mean, any human. Absolutely. could have shut off then. You still, you shut off at some point in a relationship and you still, you know, it's like a marriage sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I've been in two of them. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you're still in it until the point where you're out. Now, I'm not speaking for the brother. Yeah, yeah. I keep saying that and whatnot, but that could have been the fact. That could have been the case. And personality plays a lot. The personality of individuals and how they, I, you you say it a lot. You say it a lot on on episodes, and it's always been a mantra, especially when you talk about relationships. You talk about how you argue. What's important to you is how you deal with things in the relationship. Yeah. And a relationship is just that. A friendship is a relationship. Yeah. Right? Um, it's not reserved for, you know, romantic relationships. Not. And how, how two people disagree, um, how they act while they're disagreeing could be, could, could factor into that. You know what I mean? And... And the same way as with men. I've, I've had a friend that I was going to do business with and realized when it didn't go through all the way that it probably dodged a really, a re- because of how we, our personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, I, was, I was apprehensive about starting an actual business with my wife. Because of our personalities, how we do business. We, we do business two different, completely different ways. I rather call a person. She rather sends an email. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go over to that office and talk to them face to face. She's like, if I never see them ever again, I've got my paper trail. Mm-hmm. She's on it. Yeah. I can sometimes slack off. You know what I mean? And so how does that work? When it's perfect, 
in raising our kids because we're the balance. Yeah. It's perfect in our household, but because I do this and she does that and we've, we've identified our swim lanes. Yeah. But you can be the best of friends. And now when it's time to do a podcast that we've decided on a schedule, we've decided on production, what we want it to look like, all of those little nuances is where the passion and things kind of take two different lanes and it's more personality based. Yeah. And once it becomes that, that personality, now it's like, hey, listen, you know, let's relax. Yeah, the mics weren't working and it's not a problem, man. You know, we'll figure it out. And you're like, I'm hard on myself. Those mics should have been working. We don't have time to figure out. We need to figure it out now. But the other individual mm -hmm. is like, listen, it's all right, man. We, <laughs> we missed that one. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just figure this yeah. out. Let's spend some time. We'll get the next one. It's not a problem. Yeah, there'll be more interviews. And you're like, there will be no other interview <laughs> until. You know what I'm saying? That's personal. You, you got a mic on. You mic us up, bro. my reaction. Like, you been spying on I'm just saying, like, that's a personality yeah. thing, man. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, I, and I see that. Uh, I, that is what I took from the episode last yeah. week. We were, ve we're, we, we were very, we are very different. I I looked at not ED. I look at my relationship to him as a marriage in a way. It was the only thing it was what it was what I used to fucking relax, bro. Because it was after that interview, it was after that, that conversation where I was like, okay, if this was my woman and she's doing something different, I got to accept the fact that there's, there are different ways of doing things mm -hmm. and that I can only be responsible for what I can do. I can't say it's over because I'm in a marriage. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, not in a, if, I, if I'm in a marriage and I just can't back out, what is my alternative? My alternative is to fucking relax and to, and, to, and to give space for somebody to show up who they are. And, and that's, what I, that's what I felt. I was intentional in my mind about it. And I remember sending a, I remember calling him every time. I'm like, man, man, I can't quit you from the joke from Brokeback Mountain. And he's like, look, man, don't be calling me with that bullshit. And I'm like, yo, man, we, in a, we can't, we, like, this is what we got to do, bro. Whatever I got to do, whatever adjustments I got to make. And, and strangely enough, it was a combination between that and my relationship with my woman and kind of taking the things that I learned from both of them mm -hmm. and applying them in those arenas to, to help me make more sense of how to move forward without such a critical lens because if it's it has to be done when I'm passionate about some shit bro when this is some shit that I when I got a, a goal oh man but I needed that interaction to help me understand that everybody's not going to move at my pace and in my manner and 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 if I hadn't communicated that to him enough, that was a that was an error on my part because that's what 
I really felt. And it's not like I felt, and I, and I want to be clear on that too. It's not like I'm up here and I'm saying that somebody's not, you know, is deficient in any way. It was just about, I'm manic. I'm borderline OCD when it comes to certain things, man. And I get that that is unhealthy. It can show up in a lot of unhealthy ways. So I'm not, that's not the fucking baseline for life. And they're lowercase L and how everybody else moves. I had to lower, I had to, I had to adjust how I honored the way people showed up. I, and I had never, before that, bro, I was just cutting motherfuckers off. Mm. And that wasn't, that's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my question to you was, let's say what you said is true, 100%. I said some shit. He had to cut off and back out. I don't want to make it about him because then it's going to pair with answer. Right. When somebody you, when somebody you love or you're you're connected with, commits an infraction that causes you to kind of go back. What do you think can be done or should be done? Do you throw the relationship away? What what determines whether or not you do that? Let me ask. I I don't know. In in all honesty, I think it is the weight that they put on whatever was, whatever the, however they feel the infraction was, right? Like if I would like to believe from outside looking in um, that this space was ideal for you all to work through that. What tells me that it was taken differently is the fact that this space wasn't used for that. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. And so whatever was perceived, and you'll never know what it is until that individual says that to you, right? Um, and how it made them feel, you know, it's funny, last night when I, I had the conversation with my, with my wife as we were talking about this, we actually had a full-on conversation about friendship breakups. Mm. Have either mm. one of us experienced friendship breakups? And I told her I have. And she asked, well, what did I do? And you know what my answer was? I said, I just stopped messing with the person. I let them know that I knew what they did because this person did something. I let him know, I know what you did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I need you to know that I know. And then I just changed how I dealt with them. I didn't, you know, we didn't argue about it anymore. It was nothing for us to argue about. What you did was dirty anyway. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And that's a more... That's a more abrupt, you know, situation, but I'm just only using it as an, as an example that for some people, it is that. It is, you know what? I just gotta, I, I just gotta get away from all of that. But you said something. 
You you said yo. I said in that situation it was it was more cut and dry, right? The person kept coming around because they did the infraction, so they kept coming around, and I couldn't avoid them. Like I could, I had no way to avoid seeing them or being in their presence in any way, shape, or form. So you initially tried to just stop interacting with them, and you were put in a position to where you couldn't. So then you was like. Yep. I can't fuck with you, bro. You wild out. I know yeah. what you did. Exactly. So stop coming around acting like we cool because we ain't cool. Yeah. But that wasn't your first reaction. It wasn't. Why not? Because what, what they did, I believed, was so dirty, right? That I didn't, it would have been, it would have ended uglier mm. had they tried to attempt or had they made an attempt to tell me or explain what they did. That would have just made it everything even worse. Gotcha. Right now, we can just, I can just change how I interact with you and we'll leave it at that. I will shoulder that. I got no problem living with that. You know what I mean? I got you. But if, if I bring it up to you and you try to defend what you did, now we in a whole different situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what comes from that is gonna be worse than what this could possibly just be right here. How close were y'all? That was my man. I mean, we were really cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, that's crazy. So that's what I struggle with. I don't know how you can be my man's dog and just end me like that. I don't, I don't know how you could do that. But I don't know how you could be my man and say to me what you said. Or I don't know how you could be my man and do what you did. You see what I'm saying? Like, I go back to the conversation. I go back to... Uh, the uh, one example, and that is how people are in arguments or how people disagree. You can say something to me, and I'm like, yo, I would have never said that to you, man. You know what I mean? Like, why would you ever say that to me? That's a question, and that gives me an opportunity to answer. If we, if we peoples, those, you know, could th be? there's a possibility here that he may have been having those conversations with you on the show, yeah. real time without you realizing it. Mm -hmm. And based on the output of those conversations, it's like, this dude just don't get it. And I do wanna add one piece. It could also have absolutely nothing to do with me. It could absolutely have nothing. absolutely nothing to it do with me. It could be, com we right. talked about that's that. That's a factor too. I wanted my yeah, mic. That's like, a factor too. Yeah, like it could be, <laughs> right. like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that to absolve me from any, no, uh, no, no, but that's no. a legitimate but, 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 but I, when it, here's something that pissed me off with my lady. She's a, she's, she's a, she's beautiful, number one. Number two, I learned a lot from her. When we first started dating, she would always tell me what I did to hurt her feelings. Always, bro. Yeah. And then I would sit back and I would watch her get her feelings hurt by other people and never say anything. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, wait the fucking minute. Why am I getting all of the heat? And these motherfuckers out here who committing all of these motherfucking sins. Atrocities. 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 You ain't saying <laughs> shit to them. Yeah. You know what she was saying? Hmm. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's value, man. She don't, don't put value. Value She said, I love you. Yeah. I care about you. So I want you to know when you hurt my feelings yeah. to give you an opportunity to change it, should you choose to, because I care about this relationship. 
And in my mind, I'm like, okay. So if you're interacting in those spaces with motherfuckers that having all that, do you? Um, why even? Why even have those kind of interactions with people? To not care, but I guess ultimately what she was saying was, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna say something when I care. You know I care because I say something. Right. And 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 if and that's the piece when I say humans, bro, are flawed out the fucking factory. That's built into our DNA, right? Yeah. How we do this varies. And not just at different degrees, but at different times and all of this shit, right? And so I've had to learn. I'm learning to deal with the 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 um the breath of ways in which people let me down on a constant basis and not necessarily focusing my um, desire to want to maintain a connection with them mm. based on what they do, but who they are. Because sometimes who you are is not aligned with what you do. Oh, for sure. And I had to get 46 to get that. But... Having a conversation sometimes can let them, can give them an opportunity, but also let them know that, hey, it's cool too, to a degree. And I don't know how, if you care about me, I'm, don't, I'm not given an opportunity to, to at least explain, especially when, you know, perspective is reality and... Yeah. Perspective is narrow and all of these other things. And don't just cut me off. I mean, the, you're addressing the, um, him leaving. I almost feel bad continuing to talk about this because I, I, I rock with life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and ditto. I, I, just, you know, I just want him to know his, his love and all that shit. Absolutely. We also you're, assuming that he's watching. I'm assuming that he's watching, but maybe <laughs> nah, one day he'll see this I'm shit. I'm with you. I'm fucking you. I'm fucking you. I hope he's watching, man. Um... You know, you're talking about you're talking about the act of him leaving, where that might not even be an issue for him. His issue is maybe something that happened if it has something to do with you and what you guys had, something that occurred earlier on. Him pulling away from the whole situation, it might not be that big of a deal for him mm -hmm. as it is for you. But so I the get lack of communication, I think. That, so that's, that's key. That's, I, I, that's I understand the, that. That's that's the key to. But that's a lack of communication based on his perception. Life could have felt like he's been communicating with this dude for months, not. and right. he's not getting it. Maybe we're just speculating here. Right. Maybe speculation. So and, and without, I hope he comes back on so we can have a legitimate. I would like this Love to be. Yeah. This, is, this is why this is here, right? It, it, it's, it's crazy for me to come on. It's crazy to do this and not and have such a, 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 a <clears throat> and it's not necessarily just about him. Let me speak to y'all, bro. Mm -hmm. If I ever do anything, man, that makes y'all 
want to cut my water off, bro, please give me an opportunity to get that right. My intention is never under any circumstances to put our relationship in jeopardy over one thing, two things, three things, four things, 10 things, especially if we're talking about how I'm talking. If we're talking about how I'm saying something or the words that I use or like that shit will always get addressed if our relationship is on the line. And I respect and value our connection far too much to just let it go without any conversation, direct yes. conversation right. as like, and I've known y'all for a hell of a lot shorter of a period of time, the knucklehead. So, <laughs> and that's, and that, so I'm asking that for anybody who's looking, who knows me and knows that we dialed in and, 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 and connected, I never thought about the weight and without, you know, I know that the brother, you would have to imagine, bro, that we've had a lot of conversations, a lot Mm -hmm. and a lot of personal things, right? So my default has landed on, he just got some things that he needs to work out and him knowing me, he knows that I would just be like, hey, man, let's just push through, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, like my shit, right? And it's like, man, I ain't trying to push through, man. I'm trying to handle this shit over here and trying to do whatever it is that I need to do over there. And I'll come back when I come back. And I hope, and, and, and that's, that's my, that's what, that's what I've been landing on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm willing to pick up and move some motherfucking where else when more information comes in, but... Right. Um, that, that's, but I think it's an overarching theme of like, there's, there's, there's a way in which men choose to come together for certain things and what takes place within that intersection that causes them to then move out for a myriad of reasons. And it always either seems to be money or respect. And I don't know what happens in our interactions with one another that causes us to just tussle over such small things, man. I think a lot of it has to do with lack of education. Not, 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 and not in a surfacey way. It's like, I'm talking about education that things you just learn through life, right? Not school. This um, and I and I'll talk about you know a little bit about I have a couple of examples, but you know me and a friend of mine fell out for like I don't know it had to be a year, mm-hmm. um, and um, it was over something that um, I felt I deemed disrespectful towards me, and um, I just stopped interacting, mm-hmm. and then I was able to recognize at a point that. Now I'm making an effort to not interact, right? Because he's still in the circle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Interacting with my friends, people that I love. So now I'm making an effort to not interact. So you know what? Let me reach out to my guy. 
because I think that what we had to skirmish about is something that we can get past. And we talked and we got up and you know what I'm saying? We hugged and all that good stuff and whatnot. And then <laughs> a little while later, I had another realization. I said, you know what? We were on the outs for like a year. It's going to take more than just us saying we no longer on the outs. We got to work at this relationship. So I reached out to him again and said, yo, let's get up, man. Like, we got to put actual, actual effort into this to either get it back to where it was, further than where it was, or near where it was, and whatnot. Um, and just, you know, and just healing. So that came with, with education, man. Just, like, learn, like, through life, I learned, like, look, swallow the ego and the pride and all that other stuff and whatnot, and, and just be a human being about it. And, and don't worry about how you might look or my, how you might be perceived or, you know, or, or any of these things based on the value of this friendship, this relationship, it's going to determine the effort that you, that, you know, the level of communication and effort you're going to put into it. Someone else, someone else could have done what he did. And I'll just, I'll never speak to that person. Isn't, I can delete yeah. this person from my existence. And that's it. But that's not, that wasn't him. So let me ask you a question. Why? What kept you? That's a more constructive word. Why well, just always feel so confrontational, don't it? It is. What kept you uh-huh. from having the conversation sooner? Um, I know my feelings was hurt. Um, you know, I don't... Uh, so uh, maybe a plethora of things, but, you know, time goes by before you know it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you months in or however long along, along the road. And, you know, other things in life just moving in other ways. And, you know, Trina, you know what I'm saying? Like, my life is occupied. I'm, I'm good over here. Um, and uh, my, uh, my uh, expectations that I put on what I thought he should be doing. You know what I'm saying? Those things, like that, all, all those things I can admit and whatnot probably definitely played a, a, a role in why I didn't reach out to him sooner and say, look, man, you know, we blew up and whatnot. At this point, you, you know, these things happened. I didn't like it. And, you know, we, we can either agree to disagree, but the relationship is what it is, and it's worth us getting past it. Yeah. Could have done that earlier on. But I didn't, yeah. probably because of a bunch of different things. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think you acknowledging, and I say that, I say this a lot of times. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, like I said, I say you being able to acknowledge, man, that your feelings were hurt in a very direct way like that. You didn't mm-hmm. say I was pissed. You didn't say I was angry. You said something that not a lot of men say, bro, especially when they're talking about the way another man made them feel. And it's okay, bro, for us to say that, yo, man, you hurt my feelings, dog. This the tuna fork era, man. Like, we off that shit. Yes. All that shit of, of the machismo and shit, not, not feeling like you want to tell your man you love him and shit like that. We off that shit. That shit is, is young boy shit, and hopefully we can teach them and, and, have, and let them know. My, my son knows. Like, it's, it's okay to show your emotion. It's okay to be emotional. These, we are human beings, B. I cry all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I almost cried a little while ago when you was getting choked up. But I know if I start, I ain't stopping. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna start getting emotional about everything we talk about. Yeah. So I, you know, just like I did in my ceremony when you know when I got married, yeah. I made sure I didn't start because if I start, I won't it's, stop. It's but that's okay. Yeah. But it's we don't okay. have practice of it. I think sometimes. Go ahead, bro. I know you. Go ahead. Get no, in. I was gonna say. I think. I think we can really sum that up by saying it's maturity. It's not so much education. That's a good it's point. Maturity. Right, you have to mature to it. You have to grow to a certain point that that you are in a in a space that you are comfortable with whatever it is where you are in life, where that other and that other person has to grow and and get to another uh, get to a mature state also for that to be a functional a, a functional and productive conversation. And I'm saying that because. The conversation that I just had with my daughter that I sent y'all the text about mm. was the exact same thing. She missed her friend. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't, and I said this to her, she wasn't at, she isn't, she's 21. She hasn't lived enough life. She isn't mature enough yet to realize that she's going to have to get to a different place herself and not reach out to her friend because she misses her. There's gotta be some, there's gotta be some acceptance on her part, mm. right? She has to come into the conversation with a little more humility, with less ego, and not looking at it like, I want my friend back. That's the wrong way to look at reconciling with the person, right? And, and I think in that situation, you both, and obviously I wasn't there, but I can, from the outside looking in, you came to it from a mature perspective, your own maturity, which is, I've grown past that. What you did, how I'm gonna handle that is different. I miss my friend, right? Because you miss your friend. We always say things like, I felt some type of way. <laughs> I feel some type of way literally is the definition of my feelings got hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we don't it's say the cool, that. It's the cool way of saying it's it. It's the cool way of saying it. It's the cool way of saying, yo, you hurt my feelings. But he was direct with it, though. He was. Even when it originally happened, he was direct with it. But how you approach it, the response, if one person's mature and the other person isn't, yeah. right, in that moment, not overall, yeah, yeah. but in this moment and, and about this topic, maturity levels matter. Yeah. Can I also push back? Go ahead. The maturity education thing. Um, I, I have to offer a little pushback because um, the, the decisions that I made in that scenario and others based on things I've learned. I've, I've been mature for a long time. Uh, and you we, never stop maturing. We, we never stop maturing. And we have our elders who, who are probably maybe our level of maturity at a much younger age based on the things that they were faced with within in no society at that time that never never learned the things that I'll just you know I keep I keep going back to 24 they had, they didn't learn the things that I've learned from 24 but these these things the you know beauty in the process um managing expectations or Man. those things don't just come naturally based off of maturity I, so I'm saying, I'm using the, the word maturity in terms of it can be situational, right? Like mm -hmm. a person can be immature here 
in this conversation and a person can handle that situation in a mature way right they still have the same knowledge and they still be the same individual and have the same level of knowledge it's just a matter of in those circumstances in that situation and that's why i said if both people aren't at the specific place you may call it education that person didn't get the same education or have the same thing they just reached a different stage in their life right a different and their 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 perspective of this specific topic is different now somebody came to it and in this case you came to it from the perspective of we we've got to we've got to figure this thing out right mm -hmm. That's a mature way of looking at it. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not so much that, that you educated yourself out of that because there's, there's no education for that. You can't read a book. And, and I will also say, let me, let me stop this right now and say, this is tomato, tomato at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm saying like maturity, you're, about the same you're saying thing. education, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, right? But at the end of the day, this is tomato, tomato, right? The, the reality is there takes, takes some... Um, you have to be willing to look inside. You have to look inside with some humility mm -hmm. and then decide whatever you see in there that you're going to exude that humility on the outside for a different outcome. And you have to be intentional about it. No doubt. Right? And then you have to only hope that the other individual, when you take that step towards them, that they understand it, that they see whatever it is you're trying to exude and they quote-unquote, match the same energy. Let me ask y'all a question. Is there somebody in y'all life y'all beefing with now that y'all haven't said anything to? Um, nah. But y'all just avoid? Nah. I have a couple of people, they're not necessarily in my life, but people that I, you know, I know. I have one family member and another person who's not a family member who apparently are beefing with me. I'm not beefing with them. And right now I'm moving based on the value in those relationships. But I ain't saying nothing. That's it. So they got issues with you. Have they then they haven't expressed them to you? They expressed them to other so they talking not, around. Not you. at all. Yep. Around, I've heard yeah. it through <laughs> other folks. Yeah. All right, well, you know, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. That's it. I had a uh, family member visit recently and my mom said something that the family member said to her about me. And I was like, motherfucker ain't never said nothing to me. And so I went and saw him like 30 minutes after the conversation. Number one, I'm asking my mom, and I love you, mom. You, I was like, why are you telling me this? Right. I didn't tell my mom this, but in my mind I'm thinking, why are you, you know? And he never said anything to me. And I debated on whether or not I was going to bring it up. I was like, man, not in no, hey, man, why are you talking shit to my mom about me? But, <laughs> but just to like, hey, is there, what, what's going on? Are we good? But um, I think that's. I had one. I had, uh, I had a family member hurt my feelings. I won't say, felt some type of way about it. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> I typed a response oh. to send a text message, and I did not press send. I even sent. Brocky, the screenshot of my response. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. How long ago was this? Um, less than a month ago. Oh, okay. A couple weeks ago, probably. <laughs> so, why didn't you send it? Stop. Why you, or yes. Was, that a, was it a male or female? Fem a male. 
A male, okay. Yeah. Why, why yeah. didn't you send it? I was just trying to get the image yeah. in my head. No. Um, I didn't send it because the individual, it's bigger than that one thing, mm. right? And I was like, I'm, I know this person, and that person isn't going to interpret <laughs> what I put in this text, no matter how clear-cut it is. I would be setting myself up for an argument, mm. possibly. And I didn't feel like that. Um, what they said, in all honesty, they grouped me in with something else. Okay. Right? So my interpretation of it <laughs> is one thing. And I'm fairly certain it's the general interpretation, just for the record. But I'll just hold it on myself. Okay. And so I was like, I typed a response. My response was passive aggressive. Mm. I will it was it was passive aggressive. Um it made the point, but it was still passive aggressive. And I was like, well, there's no point in sending a passive aggressive situation. Mm -hmm. Either going to confront the whole thing or you're not. I could also do my default setting, which is, I don't really have to deal with this person <laughs> often anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you don't live in the same state. We don't see each other every day. We rarely <laughs> talk to each yeah. other in and of itself. Yeah. So, have at it. This man. text message is not going to change. It's not going to change anything. a single thing. So I had to manage my expectation <laughs> of the result of my text message going out. And I didn't send it. Are you a confrontational person by nature? Nah. You? Nah, man. I didn't think either. Chill, bro. Chill. Man. I think I'm confrontational. Like you've got to get You've got to get me to a point. I have to care about it enough to be mm. confrontational about it. It's a wild thing that, like, this is a, a crazy question for me. Because I don't think I am, right? I'm real chill. I don't even think I have a short temper, but sometimes I do. I, I, I'm more, you have to... Um, hurt or potentially hurt somebody I love to get me riled up faster than you Absolutely. would do if you did something towards me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Same with you? Absolutely. Huh. But I, then, the ego plays a part. Like, the other day, I'm driving into the garage at my building, and it was somebody in this car in front of me that was just like really doing, just on their own time, didn't care about what I was doing. And, and I let it be known I wasn't happy with that. Right? Mm -hmm. So then they went through the gate thing, right? Pulled to the other side just, and just sat there. So they moved. I went in and parked. I keep a baseball bat in my car. So here I am carrying a weapon based off of somebody. Yeah. Not even interacting with me in person. They had tinted windows. I don't even know who was in the whip. Could have been a granny. I was 
furious. Dude, I was furious. <laughs> I was furious. And they could have been trying to pull something up on their phone. What happened? Who knows what I don't it was. know what they was doing. Yeah. I was furious. I never, I rarely get upset. So I don't understand what that is or yeah. what that was. That, that's why this question was, it makes me laugh because I never get upset about stuff. I rarely get very that upset, but that just sent me right through the fucking roof. Yeah, that definitely seems out of character, though. B, I, I um, I had the bat on my island in the house in my apartment, and Trina's like, you know, what's like, what's this? And I'm like, man, these bitch ass niggas the other day. Yo. <laughs> I went to. I went, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it was more than one person in the Who car. was in there? I don't know if it, it was a woman. There was a mob I had in there. No, it, was, <laughs> no. it was so juvenile. Yeah. And I don't know. Like maybe I need to go to a gym and hit a punching bag to not have those moments. Do you have those often? No. Okay. No, I don't have road rage. Just last night, and that, I would have hogged the state, but last night we driving home from the theater, and I'm I'm driving mm-hmm. and from Bethesda to Alexandria. And you know, I'm cool now. I don't, I'm not in a hurry to get nowhere. And Trina's like, look at all this traffic. This is why I would have just stayed over there and just went all the way to the front. And I was like, and I let her say that, and I'm still driving. I was like, you know, the older I get, man, the less of a hurry I'm in. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I kind of need you to balance me out with that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got this covered. I'm in the right lane. We're going to go that home. That would drive me insane. <laughs> I cannot. What, like passenger? I can't sit in the vehicle and watch other lanes fly. I typically, and I'm just here. I would typically like, not do that, but it, at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. our exit is right there. It's not, it's worth, not worth going. Right there. Right. No doubt, no doubt. Just go chill. Just relax. But don't let me, don't not let me get into my garage and I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, so it's, a, it's a little humor, man. It's funny. Nah, it, um, I think it that's funny as hell to imagine you <laughs> with the bat with a bad situation. Because that's man. like I don't just want not no violence in my life, man. Come on, at all. Would you 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 said you would consider yourself confrontational? Yeah. I've gotten. The, what does that look like? Do you are, do you feel like you have to address it on the spot? Yeah. And you have to, do you feel, do you feel like when you address it, you have to address it? Like, I've got to come to you and address it. So, not not in all cases, but... When it's some when it's someone who I care about, I'm more confrontational with people I don't know. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm less confrontational with like people I know and care about. So I'll let a lot of shit go if I care about you. What does it look like to the people you don't know? Oh, it's like a it's like an aggression type of thing. Like why did you like why is a word I'm using all the time. Really just to <laughs> yeah. really just to set the stage. And I'm trying to gauge what your I'm trying to gauge where you wanna go 
because I'm okay with going there at that moment. I just trying to, let me just try to see what you're doing. So it's, um, it hasn't, it's been non-constructive to say the least in some situations, but. Um, and I'm, I'm asking that because some people can be aggressive in different manners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some people are verbally aggressive. Like they, they will say things um, and they'll, they'll bring it to you, but it doesn't, it doesn't come with any physical aggression behind it. Nah, mine some is- people come with physical aggression and don't say a word. And so you know mm. that there's a tone here, like whatever. And there's some people who bring both. Mine is probably a combination of both. And, and, and if you're saying tone, because I think it's more about like just energy. I'm like a head on. If I feel you did something, mm-hmm. we're not going around that to any motherfucking degree. Right. It's a, it, it, like that's, it's, and I think it's just like my default nature. I'm one of those people who run to threat. Like if I feel you're a threat, if, if I hear something come through that door, I am jumping up and going directly to the door. Yeah. I'm going directly to whatever I perceive the threat to be and address it at that point. Because I feel like any amount of time I give will be perceived as weakness. Mm-hmm. And that is not. And I could be, I'm scared as a motherfucker, by the way. Let me add yeah, that. Yeah. But there's no way you're going to know it by, by what I'm bringing to the situation. Mm-hmm. But on a one-to-one, like, like with y'all mm. or whatever, like I'll... Um, I'll never tell you you hurt my feelings because I'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like I did with the text message. Yeah, and I'll be like, okay, that's a me thing. And whatever they did, you know, I'll look past that, kind of like what you were saying as far as the mediator thing mm-hmm. to go. Um, and not to, because a part that came up when you were saying uh, with, the, with, the, with the text message is, why tell somebody? Like, okay, what do you, I've got a friend who feels compelled to tell people how they feel. Like, that's their thing. And I'm like, okay, now that you told them, what do you want the motherfucker to do with it? Right. Like, that's always going to be my next thing. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want to do with it? Okay, you have the right. Okay, now that you have the right, now what? Mm-hmm. Most of what the infraction is, is something that you've concocted or made up in your mind so rather than tell them how you feel and generate all the emotion associated with that, just go and seek understanding. Go get clarity. You can use that as an opportunity to address whatever you need to address in your mind, but you don't have to necessarily go, because sometimes, sometimes what we're taking to people is fucking burdening them, especially yeah. when it's not their shit. It's in the first place Mm -hmm. and we're doing that intentionally subliminally sometimes because we don't know how to manage it ourselves so we want somebody else to make us feel better by first off getting it out and then secondly giving them opportunity to fix it or not fix it or feed into it or whatever the case may be but um 
to me, I think it's always about what I feel the value of the relationship is. If this thing means a lot to me, I'll work to try to get clarity on what it is and what, however you made me feel, I don't even know if that's true as I'm saying it, because it sounds like bullshit as I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit. I mean, at the end of the day, man. Because <clears throat> I will tell you how I feel. Yeah. You will? I, mm-hmm. it, it. Depends on the weight of the situation. Yeah, I think the it situation. just depends on, because I'm trying to remember the last time, I'm actually in my mind now trying to think the last time I told somebody how they made me feel. That's a thing, though. I don't remember the last time I did that because I've always, and, it, and so much of what this is about is owning your shit. Yeah. And I have to be responsible for my own feelings. You can do anything. How do I interpret it? How do I synthesize it and condense it down into something to digest it and make it constructive or non-constructive. And whatever way I choose to do that is on me. You could say, go to hell, you piece of shit. How, I, how that makes me feel is literally my decision. And I don't know when's the last time I've ever said, hey, you know, that, that really bothered me what you said the other day. Yeah. Is that... Is it wrong for that? It depends. I, I can't tell you that it's wrong. I mean, if, if, if your relationships are, um, you know what I'm saying, your relationships are moving and doing well with you moving that way, it depends on the gravity of whatever it is, the interaction with whatever person. Like, what do they say or do? How do they make you feel? Um, the, you know, do they need to know? How they made you feel? Do you need to let them know how? If you're if you're tucking it in, knowing that they needed to know, or knowing that you need to let them know, and you're just deciding to kind of hold that, then that could be an unhealthy thing. I, but, jeez, man, I don't know what that means. I don't know if the situation arises very often at our age where we have to remind people of how they made us feel. I think a lot of times at this age, Mm -hmm. most of the individuals that come into our lives at this stage, if they haven't been here for quite some time, and we're all in our late 40s, if they haven't been in our lives for quite some time, even the new people that come in, come in with a different awareness even of themselves. I don't know outside of a personal romantic relationship do you really have too many instances where you have an individual that you have to tell them how they made you feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, there may be there may be something that doesn't have a much weight as much weight to your feelings that you address, but that's different than how you made me feel. Mm. 
Because a person has to have a lot of weight in your life for them to affect how you feel, I believe. I was on a conversation the other day and somebody, and this is a new, they're not in my relation, they're not in my life in any significant way or anything like that, like, but they said I was acting like a pussy. And this was a woman. Somebody said it to you? Yeah. Word. And I got, first off, I was taken back, bro. It's been a minute since somebody called me out of my name. And it wasn't until you said where we are in our life. And this was a person who was much younger than we are. Mm-hmm. And the conversation kept trying to go forward. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% aware of what the fuck is going on in me because I want to say some shit. And then I'm like, hold on, I got to own that. And I'm like, why did I feel it? And they were like, is everything okay? And I was like, I'm still trying to process <laughs> why you, you calling me out my motherfucking name. Right. I ain't been called out of my name in a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to understand what's going on in me <clears throat> because that hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What am I doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what, what am I doing to bring to attract that type of energy? I just had somebody call me a say I'm they I don't right. give a fuck you call me a pussy and I'm like, huh? And I was like, I think I'm a I think I'm a I think I'm gonna let you go now. Call it a night, yeah. And I'm gonna yeah, I think I'm gonna let you go now. How old was this individual? Just early thirties. Early 30s. So, like, there's certain things that you say to people when you're younger that you don't say to them at this stage in life. No. Like, you just don't, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain things you just don't say. Yeah. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't even do make, it doesn't make sense coming out. How do you know that, though? How does a person know that? That How does she know that she shouldn't be saying that to I don't think she does. She doesn't. Because she she's said in it. Her, she's in her early 30s. Yeah. And her peers, they could talk like that yeah. to each other. And, and she's clearly talking, she's clearly interacting with dudes where that's okay. And I was just about to say, an right. environment is the same too, right. right? Because I don't communicate the way I communicate. I have friends that live in different places that communicate completely different mm-hmm. than I do today, right? Years ago, when I lived where they lived, I communicated that way. They still live there. Yeah. So they still communicate that way. And they would probably call somebody that. I don't know anybody who would say that nowadays. In where I Yeah, that's where a good that's a good point. So so age and or environment, it still goes back to what I said. Someone from the outside came in with with whatever it is, however they communicate and that is and because I haven't had that in quite some time in all honesty yeah I think the newest people in my life in terms of close enough in my life would be like you and Trina you know what I mean that that are completely outside of my circle and that are now in a circle that I consider friend you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that to in a space where I would say they have the capability of hurting my feelings. Yeah. 
there hasn't been anyone in that circle in a long time to yeah. come into it yeah. to yeah. hurt my feelings. How do y'all feel where you guys are now? Like when you said this is like tune the fort air and I agree. I like that. I fuck with that heavy um, for, for multiple reasons. But what do you, what do you, what do you contribute where you are now to, to be able to have that kind of relationship with your feelings and expressing them in a way that you didn't have before. What do you what do you attribute that to? Go first, yo. For me, it <clears throat> there have been different stages, right? Obviously, Tiff, you know, my wife, and her being so opposite of where I am and where I'm from. You know, um, so there's that. There's having two daughters, raising two girls will soften you up mm. and, and make you aware of how you interact with people um, because they internalize things differently. How you say things to them is different and it can soften you up. Um, and then I will say in terms of how I am with with other men and um, how like today, the Joe today, I, I think I tell people I'm proud of them so often that they may not even believe me anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? But like that's a thing I feel I have to say to a person. Why? Because I don't think we say it enough. Did, was it? That, sorry, go ahead. that I'm proud of you for doing something or accomplishing something that, that, and I think it's the word, saying the word that you're proud of someone. And I think how I interact with men came from all of my years facilitating this conversation that we used to have called Shop Talk in Virginia. And we would have these men of all different ages and I would guide these conversations and I would hear them say things that I know they've never said before. Mm. to other human beings, much less other men. And having this stage and realizing that there are the little things we don't say. We don't say that we're proud of them. You don't say, I love you. I don't, I don't just dap people like that anymore. You know what I mean? Most people, I'll start with the dap, but I will actually hug them. Yeah. I did it to you at the door. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's different, you know? And so, so... Over the years, I think those three entities have um, have changed and uh, have contributed to who I am and how I interact with men today. Because at the time, especially with Shop Talk, at the time I didn't realize what was happening. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of like what you said. I would be driving home after these two hours and unpacking what these gentlemen unloaded. And, and me also, and realizing, like, that guy just said that. Like, he just said that out loud. You know what I mean? And not just to Joe. He said it out loud to, like, 15 people. No one judged him. Then 10 other people were like, oh, yeah. You hmm. know, yada, yada. And so at that point, I, you know, like I said a little earlier, 
I, I understand the power that little things can do. It caused me to tap into one of the first two people. I can honestly say, I, it's so much that I remember when they said it to me, who they were, and how they told me they were proud of me. And I remember how I felt. And it's almost like I need people to know that from their peers. Yeah. Not from me. It's easy for me to tell a young boy, yo, I'm, I'm proud of you, youngin. You know what I mean? For whatever it is. It's something different for me to tell my man yeah. or to tell you, I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. So, mm. um, for me, I mean, it's, it's a lot of the similar stuff. Interacting with my friends, the friends that I have, my core. Um, man, I, something that I said a while back, like if I'm like, if you're not learning, learning off of your friends, then you're around the wrong people, right? Mm -hmm. Like I learned, and, and then I recognize that um, to put my ego aside and acknowledge that I learned. You know what I mean? So, um, so just all that time, just learning things. And then the, mature, the, the maturation and everything, um, yeah. you know, and then just, you know, for me, Joe knows, and you, you know, like, the spirituality, son, like, just, I become, I'm, I'm becoming more and more of a, um, like, feeling like a stranger walking through this world, knowing that there's just more to it than this shit, not this shit, but you know, this shit that we see, hear, and digest every day. So that makes me focus it makes me pull my focus in closer and make sure that I take care of Joe, take care of James, take care of my son Taj, take care of Trina. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't go too much further out because then I start, I think I feel, I feel like I start losing focus. So that, that really sh is shaping me a lot. Does that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. You know it does. I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't, um, I don't, um, uh, what's the word, um, uh, concern myself with a lot of stuff that I used to concern myself with. Because I'm a passenger in this life, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just traveling through, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm traveling through this shit. You know what I'm saying? And this, yeah, man. Yeah, so. I had to let go of, of a lot of motherfucking pain and a lot of fear. And I think of some of what my confrontational nature was is a result of being so scared mm -hmm. in certain instances. And I think it came up on the thing. It, I'm, I used to be scared all the motherfucking time. And I did, and it was such a part of who I was. It's not, I didn't even, I couldn't even really call it that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm scared of being made out, oh, there's somebody, oh, he's just really full of shit, he ain't really who he is, or, oh, that's just, crazy. like, it, it was almost like I walked around with a facade that I was just waiting for someone to call out in a way, and I could never just be okay with just being me. So, it wasn't until I said, I put all of that aside to where I could just really show up and connect and, and express my emotions in a way that was constructive. 
because I always had them. And this is one of the things I think I talk to like young people about or when I, when I do talk to them. It's always in there. It's just how we're manifesting it sometimes is in not, isn't in the most constructive ways and it comes out in a lot of other ways. So it's not like I'm necessarily, something is showing up that isn't there. I've just created a path for it to be more authentic. Mm -hmm. But I had to move. But I had to move ego, fear, and all of that kind of stuff out of the way. And, and, and when I see these young, these young cats shooting and fighting, and I just see a lot of fear in them and anger. And, um, and there are a lot more ways. Cause, I mean, I used to be them, but you get there, there are a lot of other ways to do it. So now that I've gotten older, I'm just saying all to say to contribute to the, to, to, to the piece of it which I feel is somewhat of a different path than you guys. Cause I don't have like daughters and, and all that kind of stuff, man. It was just being able to let a lot of fear go, man, and just be okay with just, and that was one of the things that came up in the, in the joint with the, with father Venus, Shantanese is there's a lot of fear with letting that, idea of man manhood and what it means to like uh, mm -hmm. because a lot of that shit that i was holding on to that was given to me by society was was holding me back from saying yo man you hurt my feelings mm -hmm. you know you i'm still a man but and you shouldn't even have to say that you shouldn't you shouldn't even have to say that and that's the that's the thing is that we you know you're my feel. I'm still a man, but you're like you should. We shouldn't even have to say that shit. Yeah. But we, you know, this, that's conditioning. Not to go yeah, some yeah. Professor Griff shit, but <laughs> it's conditioning though. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All these things that you don't do, that you're not supposed to do, equals to you being a man. You know, and, and <laughs> we, we have we have this ongoing joke because you know. Um, in the reggae world, you got all these sound systems, right? And so when you go to these parties or when you listen to sound system DJs, <laughs> they always have these rules on what bad men don't do. Real bad men. <laughs> okay. Right? But they're just talking. And I don't think people notice it, but clearly we have honed on, honed in. And it's like, it's hilarious <laughs> when you hear what they'll say. Because they'll say, um, just because it's, in the flow or the rhythm of the night and they're just talking trash on the mic and they'll say something like, um, you know, to introduce a song, you know, bad, bad men don't drink Sprite and then play a, play a bounty killer song that has the word Sprite in it. And it's like, <laughs> right? But it's, it's, you know, society is like that. Yeah. It's like, like there that, are yeah. all of these rules that yeah. men or women or whomever just doesn't do that, that they don't do or or do. Yeah. And it's kind of like, y'all are just stone love DJs at the end of the day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the rules are real, man. They are. they are though. But there are some there are some legitimacy to them, right? Because if you have a if you have a, a gentleman who is always telling you that his feelings are hurt 
at some point, you're going to be like, yo, first and foremost, you got way too many feelings, B. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I don't need to hear about them all the time. Right. Yeah. So, so some of those things do exist. Like we, we do have to put it in context. Um, but for the better, most, you know, we say, "I feel some type of way," but you feel feelings hurt. You know what I mean? If you're gonna say you feel some type of way, then you might as well just say your feelings are hurt. There's That's what mi- we're saying. There's a middle ground. There's a middle right? ground. You know, we don't, Happy you know, we're not about to run away just saying, you know, expressing our feelings every day to our guys. Like, yo, man, you know, <laughs> really, yeah, really, really, but right? when we were talking about Nas earlier, you said that you ain't like, it ain't hard to tell. You hurt my feelings, okay, dog, my when you said you didn't. You know? <laughs> but, but for some reason, for some reason, yo, we feel like this shit is like a damn and, and a crack. It's just gonna like lead to like this flood of emotion. So, so, so to take it back to the beginning, maybe we need to define what a feeling. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>